0: Your life's not like anyone else's, and chances are you found yourself on adventures you never planned to take. It's all part of this crazy journey we call life. Learning how to embrace the unexpected while working to live your best life is not easy, but you've come to the right place. Because in my world, if it's highly unlikely, it's practically guaranteed to happen. I'm Levina Perry, and this is the Highly Unlikely Podcast. Hello and welcome to the Highly Unlikely Podcast. If you're like me, most of the time vacations are a really nice idea, but they're just not really in the budget. So today I'm going to give you five ways that you can afford to travel this year and have the vacation that you really want, but also the vacation you really need to have. Just that break from life, that chance to get away, to get out of your house, hit the road, and... Go spend some time doing something besides working and sitting in your house. But first, a story. In the summer of 2007, I was rushing around my house, finishing laundry, cleaning like a madwoman, stuffing clothes into suitcases, and sweating in the sweltering heat of Las Vegas as I prepared for an entire summer of travel. I had just said goodbye to my husband as he left on a six month deployment. So rather than sit around the house and dwell on the fact that I was alone with three kids for the next six months, I hatched a plan. Being a military spouse, I had friends all over the United States, along with family that I just didn't get to see nearly enough. But money for traveling to see them was a really scarce thing in my world, which really contributed to the fact that I just didn't get to go visit them as often as I would like. But I had been working part-time at CVS, and in that time, I had managed to pay off all of our debt, including this truck payment that had just plagued us for several years. So I had started setting aside the money that I would have spent on the truck, along with most of my paycheck, for the six months prior to his deployment, and I had saved up quite a nice little nest egg of money. Not enough to stay at fancy hotels and eat fine food, but enough for gas and for minimal expenses. So one night I sat down at the kitchen table after I tucked the kids in bed and I pulled out a map of the United States and I marked where all of my friends and family were located on the map. And then I figured out a way to make it all the way from Las Vegas up through Wyoming and down into Utah, And this route also included a trip to Yellowstone National Park, two camping trips, and several visits to our friends and family. And I planned on being gone for the entire summer. My sister and her family were in the process of moving to Las Vegas, and they needed a place to stay while they were waiting for their house to finish being built. So they were going to stay at my house, and they were going to pay the utilities for those months, which left even more money in my budget for traveling. And just like that, I had a solid plan. So after I had finished cleaning and packing, we were ready to go. It was the end of June, I got all the kids loaded in the car, and we were just packed to the hill with suitcases and camping gear. All of the kids, lots of food and games and movies, but most of all, anticipation. We were so excited. And we didn't return home until August. With just enough time to go school shopping and get all the supplies that they would need for the school year. Mission accomplished. But this summer was much more than just a vacation. Not only did we get to reconnect with friends and family, but we made some amazing memories and we had so many awesome experiences. We even had a bear come into our camp when we were staying up at Yellowstone. Which was a little more excitement than I had planned on, but it really made me remember the night that we stayed at that campsite, and all the fun that we had. And it really was amazing to see how much I could do on such a limited budget. So today I want to share with you some things that you can do to plan out your own vacation, no matter how small your budget is. Whether it's a weekend away, or if you're planning to hit the road for an extended period of time, traveling is something that you can do when money is an issue, and I'm going to tell you how. The first tip is that you need to plan ahead. When money is an obstacle, you really need to plan in advance so that you have time to save and make changes and map things out to suit your budget. Just last week, my girls told me that they want to take another trip to Universal Studios. And when I told them how much our first trip cost, they were a little shocked, but they immediately came up with a solution to the problem. At the beginning of this year, we started using a saving jar that is set up for 52 weeks. So for each week of the year that it is, that's how many dollars that you put into the jar. So on week one of the year, you put in $1. And on week 52 of the year, you put in $52. And as the year goes on, it becomes more challenging as the dollar amounts get higher. But you have this reward at the end. If you save money every week, you have $1,368. In your money jar at the end of the year. So they suggested that we save our money jar savings and use it for a vacation. And when we calculated up all of the money that we would have at the end of the year from all three of our jars, we would have almost enough to cover the entire vacation, including our air travel and our hotel and admission to the park. Plus, they pointed out that since it wasn't our first time going, that they wouldn't need all of the souvenirs that they got last time, which means that our cost would be even lower. So I applauded them for their problem-solving efforts and told them that I thought it was a great idea and I will let you know if they're all valiant in their saving efforts and we're able to actually take that vacation that they want to go on. But a saving jar may be a great way for you to start setting that money aside and it will give you some very clear objectives to meet on a weekly basis so that you can start making that progress in order to be able to take your vacation. Another great way that you can plan ahead is by paying off debt and then you can start taking the money that you would have spent on those debt payments. You can set that money aside each month to save up for your trip as well. And planning ahead also allows you time to make arrangements with family and friends so that you can stay with them along the way. And tip number two is to map out your route in advance. You're going to decide where you're going to stay each night. And booking your hotels way in advance allows you to pay a far lower price than if you decide to take an impromptu weekend vacation. This can literally save you hundreds of dollars on hotels. But if you like to camp, this is so much cheaper than any hotel booked in advance or at the last minute. So if you already have that skill, this is a great way to save money and get you outdoors and have some fun adventures. And if you don't know how to camp, this is a great way to get experience. Mapping out your route also allows you to see which friends and family are close by that you could stay with along the way. Staying with people that you know gives you an opportunity to reconnect with them and build on those important relationships while you're having a vacation and doing some sightseeing. I really love to call up my friends and say, hey, we're going to be going on this trip and we're going to go see this thing that is nearby where you live. Would you mind if we stayed with you for the night? They're always like, oh my gosh, we would love to see you. We'd love to have you guys come and stay with us. This is like a really great way to kind of multi-purpose your trip into something fun that you're doing with your family and building those memories, but also reconnecting with people that are really important to you that you maybe don't get to see very often, that moved away and kind of lost touch, and you get to catch up with them. And also, mapping out your route allows you to find places in advance that you want to stop and sightsee on the way to your destination. And this is a really, really fun way to get to see some new and exciting things. Tip number three, pack your food. Eating out three times a day is really expensive, especially if you're traveling with your kids. So what I do is I pack food that we can eat cold for breakfast and for lunch, like little cereal boxes and milk. And I pack stuff to make sandwiches and I pack juice boxes and things that I know that people are going to want to eat for lunch. And then we only eat out for dinner. If we're staying in a hotel, if we're camping, we just plan to cook at the campsite that night. And if we're Putting to stay with friends and family, they almost always want to cook dinner and have dinner with you, or they want to go out to a restaurant that night and have something to eat. And always bring lots of snacks and drinks for the car because honestly, we all like to snack while we're driving. And tip number four find things to do that are free. Not everything that you do on a vacation has to cost money. In fact, some of the most fun and exciting and certainly most memorable things that we have done have been the free things that we have done. When my best friend Tiffany came to visit me in Las Vegas, we went on a road trip with the kids and we drove all the way up through Utah and we got to see some really amazing scenery. And as we were driving through this one canyon, we saw this lake off to the side and she was like, hey, let's stop at this lake. And I was like, sure. So we pulled in there. We had a little picnic lunch with the kids and then we let them play in the lake. To this day, that is the one memory that she talks about from that entire trip was stopping at that random lake in that random canyon and letting the kids play in the water after we had our picnic lunch. So you don't have to find things that are expensive to do or that cost money. Hiking or stopping to see the world's largest rocking chair those are all totally free things. Other things like national parks are very inexpensive to get into and you you pay by the car. So if it's just you and your family traveling, you're going to pay just one fee for your entire car. It's usually less than $20 to get in. So let's say you were going to the Grand Canyon, you would just pay a small fee to get into the national park and then you could spend the whole day hiking and exploring for free. You can also stay close to home. I mean, a lot of us, we live places for years and years and we never actually go see all of the stuff that the tourists come to our area to see. And by having a little vacation locally or just taking like a little day trip, you're saving money on hotels and you're saving money on gas. And oftentimes places have discounts for the people that live locally or within the state, so you can actually go see it for cheaper than what somebody who's traveled across state lines will have to pay. So that's a really great way to save money, but also get out and do some really fun things that are going to be inexpensive to do. Museum tours are usually a really inexpensive activity that both kids and adults really enjoy. I never thought that my kids would really like to go see museums, but every time I take them somewhere and there's somewhere that we can go on a tour or there's a museum we can go look at, they just thoroughly enjoy it every time. And museums, some of them are just really amazing. Like You would be shocked at how well some of these museums are set up and how they're designed for children to not only educate them, but to entertain them and keep their attention and make them interested in what they're learning and all of the cool things that they're seeing. When I went to visit my other best friend down in Texas... We actually went to see the Dr. Pepper factory where Dr. Pepper was first made and it's still a functioning facility where they make Dr. Pepper and they give you like the history of Dr. Pepper, how it all started, and they show you the factory and how the bottling process works. And then at the end, you get a free bottle of Dr. Pepper to take with you and you can buy more if you like. My kids really had a great time. And we got to drive through some parts of Texas that we otherwise wouldn't have gotten to see and realized that Texas is actually really green and pretty, which I had no idea. So not only did we get to see the Dr. Pepper factory, we got to see some new and fun parts of Texas and learned a lot about Texas as a state. So that was a really fun trip that we went to that cost less than $20 for my family to partake in. Another really fun free thing you can go and see is a ghost town. People don't really think about ghost towns as like, like they think of it as haunted. Really, all it is is a town that used to be a thriving town that now nobody lives there and all that's left is the houses. And I don't know how it is back east because I've never gone to see any ghost towns back east, but here in Colorado and also in Wyoming, there are a lot of little ghost towns that used to be like mining towns or they served a purpose for people who were crossing the plains and then once there's no longer mining there or once the pioneers left and there was nobody crossing the plains anymore the towns just kind of dried up the buildings are still there and they're an amazing piece of American history that you can go and see for completely free and get like a really great look at a piece of American history Last 4th of July, I took my girls on an off-roading adventure into the middle of the mountains to this little tiny ghost town named Animus Forks and there's all of these little houses left and some of the buildings for like the post office and the mercantile are still there and it is nested right in the middle of the most gorgeous mountains and I got some glorious pictures from that day and the girls just had such a fun time and not only did we get to see all of the history that was there but they were filming tiktok videos doing dances and stuff with the mountains and the rocks in the background and it was just the most gorgeous scenery and we just had so much fun plus we got to go off-roading in the jeep and that was a great adventure in and of itself and all we paid for that day was a tank of gas You can also ask your friends and family that you're going to be visiting if they have any suggestions for things that you can see in their area that are free or low cost, and you will be amazed at what they come up with that maybe isn't that exciting to them because it's right by where they live, but it will be completely new to you. My friend Tiffany comes out every other year, and we vacation together in Colorado, and then I went out there for Thanksgiving, and we had a little mini-vacation. And so, whosoever house we're going to, they're in charge of planning the activities because they know all of the cool stuff in that area. So, when I went out to Dallas and we spent Thanksgiving together, we went downtown and there's like a stampede parade that walks down the street. I think they do it every single day. It's like, <laughs> it's the coolest thing. It's all of these longhorn steers and they just herd them right down the middle of the street. There's literally hundreds of them and there's cowboys on horses like herding the cattle and they walk right past all of the people and I don't know where they take them but they herd them back away and it was the coolest thing. I don't I have never seen anything like it for sure but the fact that they have that there and it was totally free and it's right there in this little downtown area in Fort Worth and there's all of these little shops and there's restaurants there and you can just walk around and take pictures and you can watch the all of the longhorns walk down the street with the cowboys and I just thought it was a really cool way to spend an afternoon and it didn't cost us anything and tip number five don't be afraid to stop along the way if you see something really interesting because that is the fun of road tripping When I went to North Carolina, we drove down south, which we had never done before. I'd always gone kind of through the middle of the country and I decided to take a southern route. So we drove through Mississippi and I didn't realize we were going to be so close to the Gulf of Mexico, but we were just right on the road and I could see there was literally just a beach and then the Gulf of Mexico, which I had never seen before and neither had my kids. So I was like, hey, let's stop. And there had recently been an oil spill in the Gulf. So I was kind of curious to see if if there was any like oil washing up on shore or anything like that we got out we walked along the beach we couldn't see anything so we just had a a nice little stroll and got to see the gulf and smell the sea air and you know it was just like a nice little break from the car and as we were going back to the car there was a man walking through the parking lot and he said make sure you check your shoes for oil And I was like, I don't see any oil. But I picked up my daughter's foot and looked at the bottom of her shoe. And sure enough, there was a big, huge circle of oil on the bottom of her shoe. It turns out that the sand that would wash up actually covers up the oil. So the oil was still on the sand, but you couldn't see it because of the sand on top. We cleaned off our shoes and got in the car and it sparked like a really interesting conversation about oil drilling and, you know, how we get gasoline for our cars and like all of these cool things that we could have had a conversation about those things at other times. But it wouldn't have been like as irrelevant and as personal to them because they just had this experience with having oil on their shoes oil that was fresh from the ground that had washed up onto the shore. So it was a really cool way to have that kind of conversation that if I hadn't have stopped at that beach randomly on that day, I wouldn't have had that conversation with them. So even if I'm going somewhere that I've been several times, I always try to see something new while I'm there. If there's a sign along the road and it looks interesting... I will try to stop at least one time and just go and explore. That's how I found the waterfall by my mom and dad's house. It has this great view, perfect photo opportunities for people who are traveling. And I never would have found it if I hadn't have just randomly stopped one day with a willingness to go and have a random hike to a random waterfall on the spur of the moment. And just stopping when you see something interesting gives you that break that you need to get up and move and stretch your legs and have a little break from the car so that you're not having that experience where the only time you stop is when you're getting gas because that is the worst kind of road trip. So if you're only stopping to get gas every few hours, you are missing out on the point of road tripping. Road tripping is about stopping and seeing things along the way and getting some spur of the moment little experiences. and extra memories to add to your trip. It's supposed to be fun. Try new things. See new places. It's all very exciting. So those are my five tips for you if you have a small budget to still be able to go out and take that vacation that you have been wanting to take. Vacations really give you a time to take care of yourself, get away, you come back refreshed and ready to go back to work and get back to the grind of daily living, but we all need to have that break. If money is an issue for you, try these five tips and see if you can put together even a small little weekend vacation for you and your family to get out and have that break that you need to get out of the house rather than just taking days off and sitting at home. Go out and build some memories. Have some new experiences and get out and see the world. There's a lot of amazing things out there to see that don't require you to spend thousands of dollars to go see them. So save up your money. Plan ahead. Stay with your friends and family if you can. Find free and inexpensive things to do. And most of all, don't be afraid to stop along the way and have a random adventure along the side of the road. And that's all I have for you today. Until next time, take care of yourself, be kind, and live your best life. If you enjoyed today's episode of the Highly Unlikely Podcast, You can find more by following me on Facebook at A Highly Unlikely Life or find me on the web at ahighlyunlikelylife.com. And don't forget to subscribe.